Welcome to the BASAC View. We are the Battlefords and Area Sexual Assault Center, and this is an educational podcast about consent, self-healing, and keeping yourself safe. Join Kayla and Michelle as they maneuver their way into all the topics you hate talking to your kids about. Sex, puberty, body safety, growing up, and most importantly, power in no. Because consent is mandatory. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of the BASAC View. We are officially in double digits. Woohoo! Hey, everybody. (laughs) Kayla here, and with me, my wonderful friend and co-host, Michelle. Hi, everybody. And today, we are very lucky because we have our very first guest. That's what we were so excited about. I know. I've been looking forward to this for so long. Totally. So with us today, you guys, we have the lovely Erin. And she is from the Mental Health Capacity Building Initiative. Kind of a mouthful. We're going to dive into it a little bit more. And uh, she also has some really cool pop rooms that I want, want her to tell us about. Um, and Erin, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. Wonderful. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Welcome to the podcast room, Erin. Thanks for having me. So I have one warm-up question before we dive in. <laughs> I hope you like elephants. Okay. Who doesn't like elephants? <laughs> so Erin, you've been given an elephant. Mm-hmm. Lucky you. But you cannot give it away and you cannot sell it. What are you going to do with your elephant? I'm just going to release it release it in the streets of north battleford no no i would put it back where it belongs oh okay okay i thought about this i thought about this this morning and honestly my truck kind of sucks i'd probably use it as a mode of transportation (laughs) here comes kayla look at that lady riding the elephant across the bridge (laughs) i'd be bffs dude bffs but good guy move good guy answer Good answer. All right. So again, Erin, welcome. And I know that you play a big part in our community, in the schools. And we definitely need more people who are advocates for our students and our children. Mm -hmm. And so maybe you can just give us a little bit of an introduction to start. Who are you? You know, what's your background? Sure. Well, I'm the Mental Health Capacity Building Coordinator for Living Sky School Division and Light of Christ School Division. That being said, I work in both of the schools, which is really a unique position Mm -hmm. in my program that we're going to get to a little bit later. And what I do there is I coordinate the program. At John Paul II, we have Bree Howery, and at the Comprehensive High School, we have Nikki Fidelic. And we work essentially as a team. I'm a really big believer in team management and all working mm-hmm. together for the the best of our our group that we serve. Right. Yeah. And my background is I have a social work degree and I've worked in the community now for I think 11 or 12 years in many different capacities starting off as a new social worker at social services and learning the ins and outs of that and then spent some time at Catholic Family Services working with children and families and domestic violence, then at Child and Youth with addictions, and now finding my passion in my 40s as 
a person that loves teenagers, which I never <laughs> thought that I did, but turns out that I do. They're so, a different breed for sure. Yeah, man, when 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 they know that someone cares for them, mm-hmm. when they know that they have a soft place to go, that's so valuable to teenagers. The ones who choose to mm-hmm. access that, right? That's right. Yeah. So you are your position's probably changed a little bit with the whole COVID. Do you find a difference with that? I don't think so. I think we've rolled with it. And, you know, the big word of the last year is pivoting. (laughs) Pivot! (laughs) So we do that a lot just to roll with the needs of the students, the families, Mm -hmm. the community. We didn't stop what we were doing. We worked all the way through and virtually... And non-virtually, like in the summer, we did some really fun things that we didn't think that we were going to be able to do. So it was really exciting to be out in the community again. It it looks a little different, but not that different. Mm-hmm. So. It's just about changing. I mean, for us, we one of our podcasts, I think, was like COVID stole our job description because we can't go into the schools, mm-hmm. right? So we've had to come up with different ways to to create that communication and to get that information out, which is then our videos and our podcasts. And mm-hmm. now we're on the TikTok. Oh, so. yes, we, we are too. <laughs> are you? Yes. Oh, and old people only say the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I say it all the yeah, time. Yeah, way to age yourself again, Michelle. <laughs> I, know, I do it all the time. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's just a lot of fun to just get a little bit more creative in mm-hmm. a different way. Yes. And I think that just brings an extra energy to it and an extra... Um, you know, just a little, say, hey, let's try this, let's try that, and mm-hmm. opens up that creative. So nobody's really falling into a, a slump or into that, um, you know, just, oh, this is the way we do it. We'll just keep doing it, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get complacent. And so I, I think for us, that's been really good. Yeah, that this, for sure. Through this whole pandemic, that's what we've been able to do. Okay, so back to that mental health uh, capacity building initiative. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because that's you know, that's such an important thing that you're doing. Well, this is our our third year in the schools. And I don't, I don't like saying third year because with COVID, we were kind of pulled out prematurely because in oh, March yeah. of last year. Yeah. So really two and a half years in the schools. We are a provincial program. So our program is funded through the Saskatchewan Health Authority, actually. So they fund our programs here in North Battleford, which has the two sites. There's a site in Sandy Bay, so up north, Hmm. a site in Regina, and a site in Balgoni. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. So, and North Battleford was really fortunate. We're the only ones in the province that have two schools under this model. Wow. So there's been a lot of attention to our community and good attention. We find ourselves really privileged to be able to deliver the program mm-hmm. in both school divisions and pilot that out. And we're modeled after a really successful program in, from Alberta, the Mental Health Capacity Building Program there that has been there for 13, 14 years now. Oh, wow. So they started with five sites like us, mm-hmm. and now I think they're very close to over 100. So it's 
something that's working Mm -hmm. and something that, you know, is making a difference. Yes, absolutely. So can you give us just a little bit, like, what, what is it? Well, it's it's mental health promotions Mm -hmm. and in social work speak up some upstream work. So we're not reactionary. We aren't crisis. We do a lot of programming within the school that is educational. We do classroom presentations And I think you're going to be helping out with some of them moving forward. So getting into the school in a creative way and building partnerships. So the school presentations we do, we have the pop room that we'll dive into a little bit more. And we're just there as that safe, soft place. So a soft place in my definition is a place where students and staff our mandate is student staff school community and community as a whole oh, so nice i we, thought it was just student based no oh, it cool. is it's community based maybe that's how we've changed a little bit cuz we were out in the community a lot mm. and with covid we couldn't we had to change oh, yeah. that a bit so we're focusing more on the students now so that school presentations in the classroom virtually and non-virtually we're really fortunate that we can go Mm -hmm. face to face with those kids and the teachers and the spirit behind it is to build capacity within the school we are not meant to be in the school forever in a full-time capacity we're there to build the capacity within the school to have that mental health framework or lens build that culture that for the most part is already there but just to fine tune it and to to have the staff think with that lens right. see the world with that lens that makes sense right mm-hmm. and it just gives us and it gives our audience just a, a bigger picture of mm-hmm. or a more complete picture of what okay what's what's all going on at the school like how are we handling um, not only the mental health of the mm-hmm. students, like you said, but the mental health of the teachers. And, Absolutely. and we know in North Battleford that we've been through some trials and mm-hmm. tribulations over the past five, six years in terms of mental health, yes. right? That it's been, you know, even emergency based in, in terms of what has been going on here. And so there's definitely a need, not only in our community, mm-hmm. but definitely in our community yes. for all of that. Absolutely. And I think that that's, I think that that's such a good initiative because, again, the conversation is around provincially, federally, nobody's doing enough for mental health, mm-hmm. right? That conversation's been around for a very long time. Yes. And, you know, by the grace of God, I've never had to really dive into that on a personal level. But the work that we do here, I've been in the school system for 14 years prior to, to um, you know, moving here, that there's a need. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a need. and. Yeah. And again, not just students, but right. staff as well. Right. right. And a need, you know, somewhere they feel that safety, like you talked about that safety, and somewhere where they can just go and say, you know, I just I just need someone to talk to mm-hmm. right now to know that I'm not losing my mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's so important. So good for you guys. So you talked about that pop room. Mm-hmm. And so what does the pop stand for? Well, at John Paul II, when we first started, we were just in a small little room. And then our wonderful counselor, Melissa, said, there's probably a better space for you than this small little room. And so we found this, like, junk drawer kind of room. (laughs) There's one in every school. Where all the paper was. (laughs) And we transformed it to uh, a resource room. 
and we asked the students to name it. So a couple of girls got together and they said, the place of positivity. Okay. And then we just made it into pop because it popped. That's right. really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so much you can do with it. Like, come pop in. Thanks for popping in. Totally. The play on words yes. is never ending. Hey? Yes. And with this new podcast, well, not new, but with this podcast idea, we want to create a pop cast. Oh, so, yeah, you do. Good so, one. So that's going to be in development. So we're really excited about that. I don't know if we'll be as fancy as this. <laughs> fancy little setup in our fancy is a stretch (laughs) (laughs) and so is that going to be student led student based that podcast or is it just it'll be everything probably so having students come in with the leadership and mentorship of our program and teachers can come on really it's just an idea development that is so cool Mm -hmm. i know that like i was on the school board uh, for the Northwest School Division, mm-hmm. and we were at a conference in Regina, and um, at the time I wasn't living here, but there were there were teachers from Kandu, mm-hmm. you know, just down the road from us, mm-hmm. and their students, ha- uh, I don't know what the word is, but they had a radio show. Wow. It was students That's that, cool. that they produced the content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were, they had different announcers. They had a call in. Um, song request you know oh. and the whole school listened to it first thing in the morning and it, it, it that was and I thought that was such mm-hmm. a fabulous idea right just another yes. just another add-on like a in a broadcasting sense to give them that experience mm-hmm. because you know broadcasting could have been an option for some of them to go into but if they hadn't had that experience they might not have right. thought that was a possibility for them Pretty so cool. and for me I always look with the mental health lens of students creating space within their school to feel that sense of community that sense of purpose that creative energy so things like that if people can encourage their mm-hmm. youth to when they come to you with ideas to let them develop it go with it with them because that just get them excited again about things so yeah and i've yeah. seen pictures of that pop room mm-hmm. and it is cozy it in is there the cozy. ambience is yes. very relaxing it is we have couches in there really soft lighting and lava lamps some good art some students have done murals on the wall in both of our rooms so just a cool chill yeah, room it's their space yeah. and it's not just a student space it's a staff space too to right. come in and just just breathe for, for a minute sure. and just slow down and when it's when you're when you're displaying that like you said the student artwork and there's mm-hmm. so much empowerment in that yes. right so they they feel like they're being seen mm-hmm. and they feel like they're they matter Absolutely. Which is part of that whole mental mm-hmm. health aspect, right? Because they yes. might not be getting that anywhere else in their life. Mm-hmm. And that school is the place that they're going to do. So kids are using that room then. They are. And what they use it for is let that soft place to just breathe. Mm-hmm. They work with uh, promoters if they're struggling with anxiety or depression or just being overwhelmed, having mm-hmm. a bad day, just coming in and just sitting for a moment, getting some coping tools. So we don't do counseling we do have amazing resources within our schools to connect them to counseling. So we do that as well. So if a student comes in and says, I'm just anxious, I'm, or I'm depressed, I'm just not feeling it lately, I'm having a hard time, I'm struggling, the promoters will talk to them, of course, 
see what's going on Mm -hmm. with them and then ask them you know this sounds like something that you could really use some more support with and do you know our counselors if they don't then the promoter will take them there it's not Mm -hmm. like oh here's where Mm -hmm. to go it's here I'm going to go walk with you I'm going to introduce you make it more comfortable and less intimidating right if there's outside agencies that need to be involved or they want involved we do the same thing we can introduce them we can take them and connect them right. so we're that conduit for for them right which i mean again that support and mm-hmm. to know that they matter enough for someone to take that walk mm-hmm. with them right That's that right. they might not be brave enough mm-hmm. to take on their own right so do you find i mean specifically covid but do you find that kids are requiring those services more often right now? Do you think that mental health is on the rise during COVID? Or, I mean, I, I have children who are 25 and 27, and I have a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. And they're bo- they, they live in two different worlds mm-hmm. right now, yeah. right, with, with the whole online space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you, have you noticed that maybe there's more of a need Oh, there there is always a need. I think the need seems to present itself more within the adults in our building. Oh, Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And not to say that the students are less. They are still coming in. And I think there's a dynamic there of you talk about the the gaming and being online. Mm -hmm. There's an isolation. So for our students... And at both our high schools, we're at level four. Right. So we're at half capacity. So we don't see the students as much. So I wouldn't say that it is less or the same. I would say that it, it is is higher. Mm-hmm. We're just not seeing them as right. much, which is concerning. Right. With our teachers, they're there all the time. They're worried about their students. They're mm-hmm. dealing with their own stuff, as we all do in mm-hmm. our lives. The pressures of our own kids, how we're coping, finances, all of that. Right. So a lot of staff members utilize the room more than past years. Oh, well, that's a good... They have that mm-hmm. space, too. Yeah. I know that I have a friend who's... Um, uh, professor at a university and she's been having to work at home since last March Mm. and it's actually a bigger workload absolutely and she didn't get summer holidays and she didn't get to take Christmas like it's a huge Mm -hmm. workload and we're talking the other day she's like I don't know if I'm going to survive this like I don't know that I will ever recover from this right Mm. and the isolation of it Mm -hmm. there's such worth and I think we're finding this so much more now this need for connection to Mm -hmm. people and not connection online but sitting in front of people seeing their faces is so important Mm -hmm. it's essential yeah yeah for working with people absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah totally that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. well i think that's a really great thing that um that you are are doing so do you think parents should be concerned about their teens right now i know that i've voiced a few things like Mm -hmm. i don't know about the schooling my my child is getting right now Mm -hmm. like he's he doesn't feel like it's important maybe to hand in assignments you know like he just it's not a priority for him Mm -hmm. any longer and that that freaks me out a Mm -hmm. little bit 
right? Yeah. Do you think that parents should be a little worried for their teens well, going I think, forward? I think the school system's got them. Mm-hmm. And there is an understanding that this is not normal. Like, my goodness, we're in a global pandemic. When has that happened? A hundred years ago. <laughs> right, right. The world was yeah. a lot different back then. Yeah. So there's an understanding now that, yes, they have outcomes that they need to reach in regards to their academics. There is still the expectation of learning, but there also is the understanding that kids are not very well equipped to do that Mm self-learning. So with our kids being on level four, at home learning half the time, I have kids too. I have a 25, 22, and a nine-year-old. Oh, so you understand. (laughs) Yes. So being at home with my nine, well, eight, nine-year-old, we did not do the work that needed to be right. done. Mm-hmm. Me being working at home, my husband works at home as still now, and that pressure we put on ourselves as parents is just to just to ease up on ourselves and be gentle with mm-hmm. ourselves. That the world is going to to meet us where we're at too. Mm-hmm. Like there's still going to be expectations, of course. But we don't need to be so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. and to push ourselves. There, there's so much more that we need to concern ourselves with than outcomes. Right. That's a really good outcomes. reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Which I've been in the school system working as an EA and mm-hmm. then on the board, right? So yeah. as you know, we're outcome-based, <laughs> yeah, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. when you say, we shouldn't worry so much about outcomes, my heart's mm-hmm. going, but, but, but. Is he going to be able to do this, this, and this, and this? So I know I'm just speaking for a lot of parents who Mm -hmm. are outcome-based in our Mm -hmm. minds of that. Those grades, I mean, I was an honor student, so Mm -hmm. those grades are vitally important to me, and Mm -hmm. they're not to him at this moment in time, right? Right. And so, yeah, it just takes some... It's finding that balance as a parent Mm -hmm. of what is essential right now. And mental health is so important right now. So we have kids that are isolated at home. Some kids haven't gone back to school because for whatever reason and are doing things remotely. We created a virtual school, for goodness sake, for Living Sky, for for students to be able to be at home if they can't be at school. So they're not connected face-to-face with people every day. They're in front of screens every day. They may not see their friends in the same capacity Mm -hmm. anymore. So there's so much more on the plate than outcomes. Right. That we need to put our energies into. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and I think that's where our program comes in with helping to connect, helping to, to be that place where parents can come to and call us see what strategies they can use if they don't know how to reach the counselors we can connect them so we're just there for for everyone essentially just to make sure everyone's successful mentally Mm -hmm. because if you're not mentally well the outcomes don't matter of course They're, they're not going to get them for sure right 
I think that's really awesome that you said that, that the parents can reach out to because mm-hmm. that's, that's a huge relief for me to, yeah. to, you know, when I get in that panic mode, when I get home from work and he hasn't done his homework mm-hmm. yet and he's like, leave <laughs> <Yeah>. me, <laughs> I'm doing your homework. Right. So that's a good place, you know, mm-hmm. to know that I can phone and say, is my child the only one who's not, I mean, he's, you know, he's going to do fine. Yeah. But again, I'm so outcome based in my brain mm-hmm. of that's how I was raised. And that's my, that's my personality too. So that that you have that source for people like me to phone and say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's he going to amount to, or you know, Christ. whatever that sort of thing. So yes. that's really great that you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. So we're the Sexual Assault Center, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know that that's what we, Kayla and I, go out to the schools and, mm-hmm. and teach and, and and talk about. Do, is there a disclosure protocol in place? Do you know at the school like? do you see that maybe that's on the rise these kids and we talked about it i think in this past episode maybe or they all kind of flow together Mm -hmm. but we find sexual assault is on the rise Mm -hmm. domestic violence is on the rise Mm -hmm. right that sort of thing and so is there a protocol in place at the school i'm I'm assuming that there is Mm -hmm. but do you do you feel that that's on the rise unfortunately it's it's always been there i don't know where I hear about sexual assault is through the grapevine. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then we address it by going into classrooms and talking about consent, mm-hmm. talking about respectful re- relationships, mm-hmm. about safety. So if students come into our room and, and talk about things that are that can put them into a vulnerable situation. We do education right on the spot. What is consent? What's your understanding of consent? What can you do to help yourself in a vulnerable situation? And in regards to drug and alcohol use, if you're going to use, are you safe while you use? Are you with people that you trust? And not taking things from people that you don't know. So... That education is always is right there when a student, we don't sugarcoat anything mm-hmm. and we're awesome. going to address it and we're not going to pretend that it's not happening by saying, oh, just don't do it. Right. Like that's yeah. not realistic. Right. So it's harm reduction mm-hmm. as well. Awesome. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. as much preventative stuff as you can put, you know, mm-hmm. giving them those tools in place yes. of okay, make sure there's always a buddy, make mm-hmm. sure that you tell people where you're going. And and I do and I mean, we, we go into the schools and talk about the dangers of social media mm-hmm. and how easy it is to be to be groomed and conditioned. Yes. The next thing you find yourself, right, that you're in human trafficking. And mm-hmm. again, not to be so naive because we see it. Yeah, and our right? kids are online so yeah. Oh, yes. much now. Yeah. Yeah. So much. And I just talked to my nine-year-old about it in a we way that she understands for sure yeah age appropriate about yeah who are your friends and mom and dad are going to look at your friends list every week and we're going yeah. to make sure that you know this person face to face for sure and parents can do that not just for parents of nine-year-olds absolutely while that child is under your roof you have a right to go into yeah. their and a responsibility for sure. yes into yeah. their technology yeah and have that conversation yeah. with them and of course, I think as children of where we work, mm-hmm. you know, we're extra, yeah, <laughs> a little extra on those For conversations sure. because mm-hmm. of what we see, and and uh, you know that that world is so big for them. 
Yes. So big. Mm-hmm. And when you are, like Kayla likes to point out, me aging myself, that, that <laughs> certainly was not part of our growing up. Oh, no, right? me neither. Yeah. No. And so, so, so many parents may not even be aware or, or that happens, that happens in the movies right. or that happens in, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, not here, but it does mm-hmm. and it is happening. So yes. And that speaks again to connection about our kids needing connection and just craving it. So when someone online is validating mm-hmm. them that they don't know that is there for them, which is not genuine or authentic Mm -hmm. but they see it that way there's just so much vulnerability there because then it turns very quickly as you know and i mean check in Mm -hmm. we say that all the time check in check in with your kids i know i know my teenager i call him the surly teenager right now and all he does Mm -hmm. is growl at me when i ask him something but at least (laughs) i'm still communicating with him and he may not give the response that i would like but at least he knows I'm aware right. and I'm in, I'm here and I will be checking in with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what because. I tell parents all the time is check in with them in their space. Yes. Mm-hmm. As much as their dirty room just <laughs> drives smelly. you up the wall and smelly, don't go in there with judgment about cleaning your room. Go yeah. in there and check in, sit down yeah. on their bed, take interest, like yeah. tell me about that poster on your wall. I don't know if they still do posters. <laughs> or let, tell me about your favorite song. Let me hear your playlist. It doesn't have to be that check-in. Who are you online with? For sure. It's yeah. like, I want to know more about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to get to know you. Because yeah. some of us don't really know our kids mm-hmm. that much as well as mm-hmm. we would like to. Well, and I think there's less gathering around the, mm-hmm. the supper table, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And there's, there's less just... Even sports, driving to your your child to sports, that's mm-hmm. not happening right now. Right. You know, with the, all the places you would engage, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. My kid, he's on his phone as soon as we hop in the car to town. So, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's still, if, if you know, I, I make him put his phone down mm-hmm. and talk to me, you know, that's just, that's just part of it. He has yep. to know how to communicate. Absolutely, yeah. Right? And I, and... Yeah. So, well, I think that that is what you guys are doing is really good. Yeah, that's really cool. Cool yeah. stuff, Erin. We're yeah. very excited about it. It's yeah. a great job to, to come to work every day excited. And so if there's a parent who wanted to contact you specifically, mm-hmm. how, how did they do that? How do they reach you? They can reach me through my email at any time. Erin.Wojcik, if you can spell it, <laughs> at lskysd.ca. Yeah, we'll for sure put that in our yeah. description notes. And I will sure. be, I'm creating right now and hopefully next week or the week after a parent night because knowing that parents out there are struggling too with parents that are working from home that are isolated mm-hmm. as well. They're dealing with their own mental health. Our students aren't the only ones that struggle with suicide ideation and being overwhelmed, having anxiety and depression. Yeah. Our parents are, are suffering as well. So we're going to be offering a, an information night, a connection night for parents for both school divisions on how do you access mental health services? What do you look for in yourself to to help yourself and to recognize that you may be struggling because we're just go, 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 going right. and yeah. not slowing down. 
And some people are afraid to slow down because then they have to look around. Yeah. And that can be a scary thing. So we'll be offering that to parents in the next week and a half. Oh, I think that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well done. Well done. More resources, the better, I mm-hmm. say. So that's, that's right. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really on, a, cool. on a current level, right, of mm-hmm. what is actually happening and going yes. on in the world. And, um, you know, we in some of the women's empowerment work that I've done, I always said, I can't send home an empowered child to a disempowered parent. Mm-hmm. Well that's not going to work. That's right. Right? And so we need to empower parents mm-hmm. as well because... We've never been through any of this either, right. right? So this is all new for us. And and again, through our work and the work that I've done in the past, you're right. I mean, if when people slow down, there's a there's a fear there, mm-hmm. right? Because now you got to face what's going on yeah. in your life, and I don't That's want right. to, so I'm going to distract, distract, mm-hmm. and keep busy and live outside my body. And and um, so I think that's fabulous. That's fabulous. So where can they go for more information about that? Well, we'll be going on our online social media platforms on both okay. of, both of the schools mm-hmm. have facebook pages and yeah maybe we'll go on the tiktok <laughs> the tiktok <laughs> on the internet <laughs> love the tiktok oh dear ladies we won't go on the tiktok for the parents because they'll never go there so probably a on the Insta or on the, the Facebook. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Erin, thank you so much for joining Michelle and I. It was such a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. And for our listeners, you guys, please do not forget to subscribe to the BASAC View if you haven't done so already. And please do not forget to rate and leave a review, too. And check us out on the TikTok. On the TikTok. <laughs> Aaron, thanks again. Thanks, Erin. See you guys.